Hi, this is Nayetta. Hi, this is Dre. And welcome to The The Help Help Show. Hello and welcome back and thank you for tuning in to our ninth episode, a four-part series, Hey Mama. Nayetta and her mother explore past and present of what it's like to be a mom. Happy Happy Mother's Day. Say hey, Mom. Hi. (laughs) My mom's name is Carrie Reynolds. And um, she is my biological mom, so she's not like my play mom. She's my real mom. And can I tell your age, Mama? Yeah. My mom is seventy-one. Wow. Are you seventy-one? Wow. But she doesn't act seventy-one, so we're not going to even count that. <laughs> when you were, when you had, when you had us, or when you know back in the day when they were pregnant, women didn't work. Women didn't work. You know up to their 30 days into pregnancy. That's crazy. No, it didn't. How many How many months did you work out with me? I didn't work any with you. See, look, that's why I'm so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, do you think that in your personal opinion that it's not safe for women to work while they're pregnant? or Or at least, you know, up to like, 30 days until their the, the due date. Well, you know, things are really different now. In my day, women didn't work when they was pregnant. Hmm. That was, it's, it's a totally different because that was a very private thing, a very personal thing. Today, women are more open and like they're pregnant and women had a lot of pride and a lot of secrecy in being pregnant. Things are so open now. Hmm. So, what are your thoughts on that? I'm curious. My thoughts? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for women to, especially married women, hmm. to be out when they're pregnant because that's the time when you really is relating to the child. Okay. And it's a, it's a, you know, a lot of people didn't think so, but it is. It really is. And like when you first marry, you have your first child. That's like, oh my God. I can remember when I had my first child. When I came home, my husband bring me home. I never forget it. I was on his pressure and I started crying. He said, "Why are you crying?" I said, "I'm going home with this baby. I don't know what to do." <laughs> he said, "If you don't stop crying, I'm taking this baby back to the hospital." <laughs> I never forget that. And I stopped crying because I didn't want him to take the baby to the back to the hospital. It's just that it was something new for me. Right. Even though I had carried the child. The nine months, it still was wasn't me and my husband anymore. It was me and my husband and our child, and mm-hmm. he had to go to work and I had to be at home. So I kept my child on a schedule because I wanted the child to be able to deal with me with my noise or whatever. So I always kept music going. Okay. And we kept the baby being my first child. I guess like a lot of women do today, he slept in the room with us. And um, then when we got where he he couldn't sleep in the room with us, I'll never forget. The baby cried, and he cried, and he cried, and he cried. And I was sitting in the rocking chair, and there I was just rocking and rocking and rocking. So my husband said, now don't you go get that baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the baby was crying. I went and looked in the room. Wasn't a chair anywhere. <laughs> he was just hitting the bed. Just hitting the bed. I shook my head. I was it? Was it Zach or Alexander? It was, was Zach. It was Zach. So I went and um, sit back in the chair until he finally stopped crying and stopped. He really wasn't crying. He just 
He was spoiled. I had spoiled him. Yeah, Zach he, spoiled now, Mama. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and he just wanted a lot of attention. So I, um, you know, I learned that. But still, I was able to put my own child on a schedule. Him playing with the pots and pans and with me cooking and talking to him. And uh, you really, you, a child is on a child once. Right. So the more you spend time with that child, the better. So do you think, because I think that mothers, they play a big role in our lives mm-hmm. and that it is important for moms to be moms or do you think it's important for moms to be motherly? Well, now I think a little different than I used to think. So how did you, how did you think then, mom? You know, I thought that, you know, when kids get into stuff, and you like, don't do that, or don't say that. I used to think that that was good, but it's not good. Right. Because you really don't get to know the child. Right. And then when your children get up and they do things, you never understand why. And the reason is you really never, you never listen to them. You never let them be a child to express themselves. And that's very, very important. And sometimes you just have to learn to be calm and let them be children. Right. Because right now, like, Michelle had her first daughter, which is my goddaughter named Avery. And she's so adorable, Mom. And I remember when Michelle first had Avery. So she had Avery on the 29th of December. And I was like, before she had Avery, I was like, Michelle, hold Avery until the first. (laughs) Or hold Avery in until I make it back. To, da- uh, to make it to Dallas, I was in New York, and I was like, hold her until I get back so I can see her be born. And I had all these things I was going to do for Michelle, like put some lip gloss on her, make sure her, her cheeks were rosy, because, you know, I was going to take pictures. You know, it wasn't my pregnancy. <laughs> it was her pregnancy. So I, I wasn't making it about me, but you know me, Mom. I kind of make it about me. But I wanted her to be so beautiful when Avery came into the world. And I was, and so Avery came. She could not wait any longer. Because she called me the day that she was having, um, I think the water didn't break when you have contractions. And I was like, you're going to be okay. Go back to the house. <laughs> you know? Like, don't have Avery until I get back to Dallas. Because I got to see, I got to see her come out of that thing, mama. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I for real, like, God bless Michelle. <laughs> We've been friends for 15 years, mom. Whew. I know I'm something else. So, back to us going back to being mom and motherly, I think it's kind of hard because you raised us kind of tough. You were real, my mom was very tough, man. Like, you, you couldn't say certain things. We couldn't do certain things. Um, you know, what else? It's like we had to go to school all the time. You made us go to school. Even before it was cool to go to schools that were year-round, we was going to school year-round. <laughs> like, what else did you do, Mom? Like, um, I wasn't I would I, I wasn't at that many sports. I just know that you made us clean up a lot. That so I think I guess it. You know, I'm very clean and organized. So yeah, yeah. you know, I I guess it does help. I I think that. My mom playing such a huge role in my life as far as, like, being the best. I am my own worst enemy. Like, 
I'm so hard on myself. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, I know that you installed in us. Like, education is important. Always get your education. Yeah. Always be in shape. Always eat right. <laughs> Always be pretty. Um, remember used to be in pageants? Yes. And it's okay to be a little competitive? Yeah, a little. Not a whole lot. A little. Because we were rentals and we got to win. Yeah. <laughs> got to win, baby. <laughs> um, my mom, she talked how to love, how to be a, how to be a wife. Um, my mom sacrificed a lot. Mm. Um, I appreciate that, mom. You know? Thank you. She just, yeah, she, my mom sacrificed a lot. You never really know until you get older and you look back and you view all the things that your that your parents did, that your mom did. And when I was like 12 and 14, you were like the devil. <laughs> I'm for real. She was the devil. Like, I hate my mama. I remember, I'll tell you a funny story. So when my mom always taught myself and my siblings, you are your sister and brother's keeper. Yeah. And that you have to watch after each other. So sometimes, even though we're, we're mad at each other, we got each other's back. So one, I think one time it was Zachary and we were um, in the alley. And Zach had threw a, he had threw a rock and hit, I think my, hit me upside the head, hit April. One of us upside the head. We were, came, came in bleeding. So I know you knew we was lying. Yeah. <laughs> but we would stick together. So... But what my mom would do, if one would get in, if one of us would be in trouble, she would whoop all of us. So she wouldn't just whoop me because I did something. She will, she will whoop me. She'll whoop April. She will, she whoop all of us. Like she'll put us in line whoop, and spank all our behinds. So what she would after, she would, you know, spank us, um, for doing, you know, for someone doing something. We supposed to watch after, watch one another. She, they would send us outside. So nowadays, kids, they sit and watch TV. My parents would sit us outside and think about what you did. So I'm telling what we used to do. You know that big tree they chopped, they chopped, they're not they chopped, yeah, they chopped down that the um, thunder, um, the the thunder stroke, um, stro- stro- stroke. Yeah, I was strike. talking about that tree the other day. Yeah, the, the lightning hit, that's what it was. The lightning hit the tree. Well, we used to be around this big, pretty tree in our front yard. And we used to be like, when mama get old, we're going to put him in the old folks' home. And when daddy get old, we're going to put him in the old folks' home because he let mama beat us. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And those are the memories we used to have. I used to be like, why is my mom, like, disciplining us like this? Patty did it. Or, like, J- Jamie did it. Why is she beating us? But it is important. You know, that's one thing that she... She did teach all of us that we sh- that you should stick together, and family is important, you know. And you can't, you can't say, you can't, you you can't choose who your family is. Yeah. So, the ones that you do have, you should stick close to them. Yeah. And you should yeah. love your family, and you should, even though your family may do things that you do not like or you do not agree about. You should still love and respect and honor your family. So, you know, I really, re- I respect those, that value that that you installed, you know, in us. And um, so one day when I have a family, I'm not going to whoop my kids, mom. I'm just going to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock my kids out. <laughs> I'm 
not gonna spank my kids. So let's back go back on our questions. That was really nice memory, mom. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so do you think okay, question. So your generation gap, this is a good one. So your mother your mother versus I would say my mother, but you are my mother and you're next to me. So grandma's generation, how was her generation different from your generation? Because I know when I was how you raised us, we didn't ha- we had TV, but we didn't watch TV like kids watch TV now. Right. Um right. We actually went outside and played. We learned how to cook. You know, sometimes I think a lot of kids now can't boil water. Um you you taught us how to work, mm-hmm. not to be lazy. Okay. How to organize and prioritize things. How to if you get yourself if you get your clothes together at night, it makes your morning easier. Yes. How if you get up early, the early bird catches the worm. Which I get up early at like four a.m., maybe five. So I get up early, and I've been getting up since I can getting up like this, and I can remember with my mom. All my kids get up early. We all get up early. Patty gets up early. Zach gets up early. Yeah. Jamie get. We all get up. My sister April. Like if I call anybody at five a.m., everybody up. Yep. Everybody's up. Yeah. That you know I never thought about it like that. Yeah, but all my kids are up in the morning. You know, like my sister Patty's a, a work. She's a workhorse. She gets up probably like at three o'clock in the. Does she even sleep, Mama? Yeah, she sleep, but she probably <laughs> work early. She be at work six o'clock. Six o'clock in the morning. But you know, what you taught all of us. That's what. That's what keeps you. That's what makes you successful. Yeah, I'm you working. have to. You you got to get up and work. You got to get up and prioritize. You have to get up and. You know, have your day mentally together. Yeah. You know, you if you get up at ten, your day is almost gone. That's true. Very true. Just, I I don't know. If that's like the entrepreneur in all of us. I don't know. I I still do it to this day. I get up early. I'm I really not supposed to be working till eight, but I'm at work at six thirty. Yeah. In the morning, and I work way out of town. But my boss is I. <laughs> I knock on his door and wake him up. Like, what time is it? <laughs> It's 7 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock. So tell me a little bit about when you were a kid and how grandmother... Did you get whoopers, mama? Mm-hmm. Mm, I knew my mom was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of whippings. Because <laughs> I was very smart. You learned how to get out the whippings. No, I just I always worked. <laughs> it kept me working. I just worked. I always cleaned the house up. and I helped my mom cook because I was uh, very sickly. So therefore, I didn't work the fields. But I worked the house all the time. So, but I didn't get a lot of whippings when I was very young. You know, I, um, my dad knew that too. He knew that I was the type that would work. I would keep the house clean, help mama cook, or whatever she needed to do. And I was very obedient too. I didn't get into stuff because I didn't like whippings. So therefore, you know, I, um, I didn't slip out the house like my sisters did out of the windows and go, the cock run to the club, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not going. So, um, you know, I remember those days a lot. And so I grew up like that. I grew up just being, I was very close to my mom. Right. And my mom was my very best friend in the whole world. And I always felt very open with my mom. I could talk to you my mom. You talk about everything? Everything. Even, even even when I got married, I could talk to my mother. Even about sex? Even about sex. Oh my and God. I really didn't do a lot of sex when I was very young either. 
Well, mom, I, I really I, wasn't I into sex a lot. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you might look at me differently. But <laughs> I don't have to look at you differently. I know you. Oh, oh what that was to me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, what? I was, I was just really close to my mother. When my mother passed, I feel like a part of me passed. <laughs> so, because my mom was, there was nothing. My mother knew me. That's one thing I have to say about her. I, I still can remember to this day, I was having some problems in my marriage, and I went and talked to my mom about it. And my mom said to me, well, I know you. So apparently he had to do something to make you do that or make you say that or make you be that way. She was so open with me. Hmm. And um, I just never forget some of the questions I used to ask my mother. Like what? I asked my mom one day, well, what should I do because of the problem I was having? So she said to me, whatever you do, don't leave home. And I said, Mother, do I have to take this? She said, I took it for you. Hmm. So you have to take it for your children. Don't let it. You have girls. You don't need no man over your girls except for the dad. Because no man is going to look at your children as the dad. They look at your girls as the other man, but not as the dad. And I always remember that. And that's why that was so important to me that regards to how we, the relationship we had, hmm. I, I I wouldn't leave because I think of what my mother said. I took it for you. Now you have to take it for your children. Women are not like that anymore, and mama. Women are not like that they, anymore. They like, up. Oh, you left the toilet seat up. I'm out of here and I'm taking the kids and I won't have. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very I, true. I, I just think that now women don't respect marriage i think they see the pre- i think they see the flowers and they see you know the friend inviting the friends and the everything they can put on social media and who's gonna come in the list and and the list goes on and on but i don't really think that's why i'm not married mama because i see what a marriage is i think a marriage is sacrifice I know it's it sacrifice. sacrifice. It's like being a parent. It's it like being a, a mother. It's just, it's not about you anymore. No, it's not. And I think <laughs> that people nowadays, they just say, you know what? We're going to be married. And they think it's going to be picket fence and a house and a car and, you know, the dog and the care, all that other crap. And I just feel that people really don't understand the roles, the gender roles. or they, I don't think they really understand how important being a mother emphasizes a child's life. How you being a mother can make or break your child's character. You loving them. You supporting them. You teaching them. You know, and, and I know this might sound, but not under teaching your child not to undermine authority. Teaching all these lessons that children need to learn parents teach them but the love and the support that a mother gives a child is unbreakable that's why in in my opinion that's why children come out of women's vaginas not men's penis holes (laughs) i'm just yeah but you have to keep in mind that and now i see so much but i'm glad my parents did me like they did me because my father you went to church Right. It's something you did. You went to church. Yeah. And when my dad Every Sunday. say, it's time to go to Sunday school and time to go to church. If you was not ready, you was on your way walking down the road with your clothes in your hand. <laughs> because my dad did not play there. 
And so for that reason, when I brought my kids, I stay into church too right. a lot. But I know today uh, authority have their way of this, that, and the other. But if we would stick close to God's word, since he is our creator and he is our father, we change, but God does not change. We would, we would we'll have better marriages. We'll have better children and everything because you have to be with your kids every day to know them. Right. Because you can go to man for five years and you don't know him. Right. But when you marry him, you see a side of him that you never saw. Yeah. So, so it's the same thing with children. You have to. It's very important that you spend as much time with your child as possible. Show love. Compliment the child. Because this means, it means a lot. So quick question, Mom. So are you telling me I should, like, shack up with the guy first? And no. Then- <laughs> Just trying to make sure you haven't changed all the way. <laughs> no, you're never going to shack up with a guy. I'm never, I, I, I uh, don't believe in that, first of all. And that's from my even being a child. And it's still in with me today. I don't believe in that either. Mama, you old school. Because that's not the way God intended for man and woman to be. Why would a man marry you if he's always getting everything in the first place? Even me being a woman, I would marry you. Right? Oh! For why? Would why you marry me, I? Mom? Would you marry me? No. Give me kisses. You gonna marry me? Give me no. kisses, Mommy. You gonna marry? Yes. You don't forget you, Mom. <laughs> but um, you wanna marry me, Mom? No. Oh, oh, see, oh. You're a good person, though. I have to give you that. You're clean. You're a good cook. And one day you're gonna make a wonderful wife for a guy. But first, you're gonna have to learn to. Don't put all my business down the street. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I leave y'all alone. Yeah, man. Okay. First, do what, Mama? Never mind. Okay. And I give him my ooh. <laughs> I'm working on that, Mama. You have to sacrifice to be. Me um, and Jesus working on it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to sacrifice. You really do. You have to sacrifice, and it's it's hard. It's very hard. But I can say this: regardless of what we go through, and regardless of what happens to us, mm-hmm. if we learn to love God in our heart. Truly, truly love him in our heart, regardless. You get through it. Hmm. Whatever it is, you will get through it. So, quick question, Mom. So, I want to talk about a two-parent household pre-closeout and a single-parent household. Okay. Okay. So, what were your thoughts about a two-parent household, which I was raised in a two-parent household, and you were too? Yeah. But we both know people that were raised in single households with either a mother or father. Yeah. Not both. Yeah. And so what's your partake on that? Because I, I have plenty to say to a certain extent. Yeah. And, you know, the show is not to disc- not to turn your our, our nose down on people's living situations. Right. And sometimes people... You know, they don't. It's there's not. It's kind of. It's kind of not their choice of being a single parent. Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. And then also how to, you know, how children are different now. How to interact with them differently. Um, how to raise your children differently, because with this conversation you and I are having, like you're. I'm not. You know, I think your teaching method was fine, mom, mm-hmm. but um, it got you got to upgrade it, baby. I'm just saying because <laughs> some. Some of the things that were okay then are not okay now. And then sometimes coming from a single 
single household, if it's a healthy household, I feel it's okay. And I know that may sound like, you know, Nyetta, you, you weren't raised that way. But then sometimes being in a, a household where you have both parents and they're both unhappy, children can sense that. Or, or if you're in a home where the the father's beating up their mom, a, a the parent, the two parent household, if it's healthy, and I think it's important because you see the roles of two parents of a man and of a woman, or two healthy relationships. Because now nowadays you have two women raising children, you have two men raising children, and to me, if you have someone that loves a child. Um, unconditionally with two parents in the home, then that's a little bit different because you and, and it is not as hard for a person. Just imagine that's like that's like extra help around the house. Yeah, that's true. You know, so I, I look at things so differently because the way the world has changed and the, what's going on in society and what's going on in a day to day. I just believe in a two parent household. Now, in my personal opinion and how I feel and what I think, I think that you know, two parents is important for a child to have. So, they in my opinion have a little bit of a balance. Have structure. Coming from a single parent home, it's not like that, mom. I know. It's hard for a child. It's even hard for a child to, to see different roles they're supposed to play. So, and I, and I think that, but then sometimes it's like, it's, it's, it's very difficult because what I also have seen, I've seen men that come, because I've dated, you know, I'm a pretty girl, gets my date on mommy. <laughs> that men that come from single parent homes are really kind because they see what their, their mother has been through. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very. Their mother, their their mama boys. That's true too, but it takes more than being a boy for a boy to just be kind, and it takes more. He still, even though he's kind, mm-hmm. he think he needs that manly role because that's how God made him to be the head. Right. So, I think sometime about how um. Just today, the pastor was talking about something that really just amazed me. He was talking about the favor. Of God, sometimes people think that a favor means you get your way, mm-hmm. but that's not always a favor. Hmm. You know what I mean? Why would someone lose fifty dollars and you found it, make that person unhappy, but made you happy? That's not a favor. That's <laughs> well, that sounds like a favor to me. <laughs> yeah, of course, you found the money. But can I find fifty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> so he he uh, was talking about uh, Joshua and uh, Moses. And how Josh Moses had went up in the mountain, but when Joshua came, he sat outside of the tent. And even when jo- Moses went back down to talk to the people, Joshua never moved mm-hmm. because the cloud was over the tent, and Joshua wanted to be close to God. And when he while he was under that cloud and close to that tent, he felt that he had a fog over him. But if you think about the word fog. It means favor of God. Hmm. So, therefore, he knew that while he was under that fog, he had the favor of God. So, therefore, he did not move. So, that same thing we can say about a parents. When a child is close to their parents, they still feel that love. They feel that their parents have that favor. 
So therefore, they don't move. They might move, but not far. So hmm. that that to me means a lot. That's a principle there. It's a, it's a very important principle there to me. But a true parent relationship with their children is extremely important because it teaches it can be balanced. The mother might be in the house cooking or cleaning up with the dad can be outside since he is ahead playing with the child. Okay boy, get on that bicycle, let's go. Instead of watching T V or playing on the telephone. Because communication is the most important thing in any relationship. If you don't have communication you really don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Because other things leaves but communication doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that's that's important. That's what makes a relationship. I mean, how would you like to be married to somebody y'all never talked? Oof. You don't even know the person. They don't know oh me. Oh, my God. And they don't know you either. That's why communication is you can talk anything out. But if, you're not, if you don't talk, you're going to stay mad, stay upset, go off and get into stuff. Well, he ain't talking to me anyway, so, hey. Hmm. But today, men come home, sit down, TV, first thing. Don't say, baby, how you doing? How's your day? Communication is very important. So when we do that with our children, the kids learn to communicate. They learn to play with each other. That's why I always taught my children, stick together. Regardless, I don't care what go on. Do not fight. I will whip my kids if they fight with each other. I know. Because that's <laughs> important. Because you got to fight with the world. So I have a question. What advice do you have to give to new mothers, single mothers, grandmothers, all mothers. What advice? Well, because mama, you are old. I mean, did I say that again? Ooh, yeah, I, mean, I am an older woman. I'm proud to be an older woman. God has blessed me to have my strength that I can walk and work and get around and do things. And I, I'm proud of that. So I would say to anyone, regardless of who you are, if you don't know God, then get to know him. Because even if you're an atheist, you believe in something, even if it's yourself. Hmm. So, whether it's a tree, a car, (laughs) some food, you believe in something. Right. So, that word, to me, that word atheist doesn't really apply because everyone in the world believes in something. Right. You know. So, I would say to the world, even to the world today, even to authority, God put authorities in place where they are so we we can't fight against that either so the thing is that sometimes we don't understand things we have to say well god will work it out hmm. and and that's not easy that's that's not easy so, so what so what advice would you give to moms and even, grandmothers even with moms and grandmothers the same thing would apply because we have to show love more than anything else in this world to show love unconditional love okay so that's pretty good, unconditional love. You love me, Mom? Yeah. Give me a kiss. Even though you're crazy. Give me a kiss. <laughs> give, me, ooh, baby, give me another. Give me one more kiss, Mom. No, one is a man. Mom. <laughs> I don't want you to like it. Oh! <laughs> abuse, I tell you, abuse. <laughs> anyway, so thank you, Mom, for like sharing your thoughts. Um, and I know how important it is to be a mom. And I just want to thank all the moms out there. From you know, from my mom to even Dre, she's a mom. The, my co-host, she's a mom of five. She's super cool, mama. Um, also, I want to thank Michelle. She's a friend. Of, that's a good. She's a good friend of mine. Fifteen years. She just had her first um, child, Avery, my goddaughter. Um, 
she does a lot of work with the help show. She's our COO um, for the show. Thank her for her time and the efforts that she continues to show the show. Like, I have all these strong women around me that are moms. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day to everyone. And I hope everyone continue to enjoy the show. And, and I want to thank my mom again because she didn't have to. She's been working all day. And she took, what, 35 minutes of her time to prep with me and help with the show to spread awareness how important it is to be a mom and the sacrifices that moms go through. And it's not an easy job. For more information, visit our website at thehelpshow.com. Thanks for listening and please stay tuned.